I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about Avengers Endgame. The the end of the story, the the end of a the end of a of an era, the end. Yep. The end to a new beginning. <laughs> I I really don't like it's uh it's just so surreal. I don't even believe that like the Avengers story is is like kind of over. I know it's not over, but like it, well, it's kind of over. The main it's Avengers, kind of if you're saying the main Avengers are obviously Iron Man and Captain America, um, their stories are over. So if anybody is listening to this podcast and has not seen Endgame, you better turn around now. Like just just hightail it out of here because we are going to be talking about. The- about this movie that uh, we well, don't yeah. want to spoil for you, obviously, because you should go experience it for yourself. Well, but because you did say that this is the the end of the story for Iron Man and Captain America, we should definitely put spoilers in the in the com in the notes section. Oh, we're definitely going to do that. But you know, the end does not necessarily mean bad. I'm just saying it's the end of their stories, and everybody knows that. So I feel like that's not like a super spoiler. <laughs> We've all known that that at least Chris Evans' contract has been up for a while, and uh, or that it was going to be up after Endgame, and I th- wasn't Robert Downey Jr.'s as well, I believe. Yeah, um, I I don't know, I think so, and so there's that. But <laughs> oh, all right. So now that now that you've come gone to see the movie and come back, um, where do we start with assembly? What what were your initial reactions uh, to to when you first walked out of out of the theater for this movie? Um, I was in I was in shock. Not not as bad as like Infinity War Infinity War where I was like cry shocked, like super sad, depressed, shocked. Mm-hmm. It was just like I was so. I was elated. I was I was sad. I was excited. I was I just like had an amazing time watching the movie and I had no idea that it was going to be anything like that at all. I me too. Like just dude. Yeah. I was so shocked. And and like yeah, there there are some sad moments obviously, but I was mostly just very excited by the end. I I was I mm-hmm. thought it closed out very well. I thought it closed out everyone's stories. I thought it finished up, like, what what happened after Infinity War, like, super well. And I'm just, I'm just happy that it is, that it is, it is here. And yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And I have experienced it. And I get to say <laughs> that I've seen it and enjoyed it. Yes. That is exactly how I feel, dude. It was a lot of emotions, a very unbelievable uh, situation. I didn't get to see it opening night, which I really hoped I did, but due to a lot of different factors, including my boyfriend graduating, we just did not have time to go see it until Sunday. Um, 
So I and then immediately after this, uh, we watched the uh, most recent episode of Game of Thrones, uh, which was the battle at Winterfell. So it was it was a really emotional day for me. <laughs> yeah that that uh, that episode of Game of Thrones was pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm I'm glad that uh. I, I had watched mine on Saturday, and I watched it again on Sunday. Um, enjoyed it equally both times. It was probably oh. less sad the second time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, and just, you know, just enjoying seeing it all over again. I don't feel like I really missed anything, like, from the first movie to where I, like, caught it in the second movie. Um, so I guess that's a plus, but I, I, was, I was hoping to maybe catch something that I, but I'm just, I was looking at the screen everywhere all the time. Yeah, I just, yeah scanning for something trying to see um, maybe a, a little easter egg or something yeah which i haven't even seen the articles or like the videos saying like how many in, in fact how many easter eggs were in infin were in a end game which there were <laughs> hundreds yeah <laughs> lots there were so many i didn't know that it would reference so many past movies and i oh. loved that i think the uh the comps like the whole plot to me because it was a three-hour movie um, I just, I, I think I did know it was going to be something that had to do with going back in time. Um, so that was definitely fulfilled in that sense. And, but I, yeah, I didn't expect that they would just go and kill Thanos, like, within the first ten minutes of the movie. Um, like, that was kind of crazy. And... Very crazy. I... And, and almost, like, just... I don't know. It it was like anticlimactic. Like it just kind of just happened. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I just so thought, this oh, just this is this is going to be the tone of this movie. And then five years go by, which I again I did suspect some time was going to pass because of the whole uh, Black Widow's hair situation. Read this right? We did. We did deduce that in our <laughs> in the trailer breakdown. Yeah. So, so we knew some time had to pass. But I did not expect this whole going back to um several of the movies that made that made up this MCU and that was like the most important part for me like going back and reliving some of these scenes like from you know the very first Avengers and from Guardians of the Galaxy and from like and the first Thor, Thor movies, no, the like second, like Thor: The Dark World, like literally, they had to remind everybody what happened in that movie because no one like saw it again after they saw it the first time. So or cared, like so, literally, like Hemsworth had to like explain it in his like Big Lebowski way, and it was just like it was great, you know, just having um those those flashbacks, and then also, uh, you know going back in time to the 70s and seeing Peggy and seeing Howard and seeing uh, Jarvis. Like, I was having a heart attack. I think I just, like, could not handle it. Yeah. Uh, when I saw James D'Arcy as Jarvis, I was like, yeah. wait, did they just bring him over straight from the show? Because yeah, he was, they did. He was, he was never in a movie, right? No, he, he was wasn't. Never in a movie. No. No. They brought him from so the just... fucking, cat, like, Agent Carter fucking TV series, dude. Yeah, when that happened, I was a little afraid that they were going to bring over people from Shield, but thank God they didn't. No, no. <laughs> from, from from like from Agents of Shield, I was like, okay. I mean, they went this far. Who knows what'll happen next? Like, I mean, at this point, I was like, well, shit, anything it, can yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, it definitely is like the only character that goes from being from the TV show to the movies because I can't think of any 
any other character, you know, and Coulson went from the movie to the show, which is different, you know? Yeah. That, but, yeah, yeah. like, the fact that, like, they brought an actor that was purely from the TV show into the movies was, like, I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I was freaking out because I love Agent Carter. Um, I, I do love, I do love the actor who plays uh, Tony's dad, which is John Slattery in the movies, um, and then we know him as uh, in in the the TV show. He's played by um, what's his name? Uh, oh, Dominic Dominic Dom Dominic Cooper Cooper. Yes, gorgeous. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah, gorgeous Dominic Cooper. Um, and so I really wish that they would have brought Dominic Cooper into the movies, but they did bring John Slattery into the movies instead. Um, but that was back in in like I think it was Civil War or something. Um, that yeah. they that they had that, but still, like, seeing him, too, like, having Tony have a conversation with his dad, I, I think I knew from then on that Tony was going to die, because I just could sense it that they were trying to give him this more emotional arc throughout the whole movie. Um, and, of course, I was, like, really upset that he died, but I also was kind of like, well, this is a fitting death for him, because he he's the really, like, truly a hero now. Well, yeah, and especially how they, um, I, I guess maybe I, I like to kind of start with the beginning of the movie because it's just so drastically different in terms of, like, character kind of development and tone and, like, up until the end part. Like, it's just so devastating in the first, yeah, first, like, t- what, one and a half hours of this movie. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I definitely want to delve into Tony's character because we, we, we already know that he's a very complex character who's gone through, like, a whole bunch of stuff, and and I just love, I just loved Robert's for performance in this, in this movie. It was, mm-hmm. it was, I just, oh my gosh. So, like, him being on the ship first with Nebula, like, kind of, um, uh, not really feeling the effects of, of being in space, like, trapped in space for as long. Like, it's it's so weird how, like, they timed it out. Because first, he's he's fine. He looks healthy. Yeah. He's, like, he, he looks like he's eaten within the past, like, couple of days. Yeah. So, like, he looks okay. But and then, then, like, he gets back to Earth and he's, like, emaciated. Yeah, he's, he needs, like, uh, like an, an IV. IV. And he's just, just still shocked and horrified about everything that's happened and just hasn't quite like nothing has settled and I just love how everyone was reacting to everything like his uh his uh uh what is it like blast out like yelling moment at Captain America like yeah. you know he was saying like, like bringing back civil war like this was why this was supposed to be in place yeah. so that shit like this wouldn't happen yeah. like and because of you like you couldn't just you couldn't just let it be. You couldn't just put the world in front of your own freedom, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, the safety of the planet in front of your own freedom. Yeah. And, and like, just, just say that I'm right because I was right. And it's just, and just seeing them still kind of, like, in the aftermath of Civil War still almost. Like, just that anger still being there. Yeah, and, yeah. And having to get past it after all of this just horrific events that have happened. I just it it was it, yeah it was a great like beginning to the movie because we kind of got like an aftermath uh from everybody who who watched all of their friends and all other people who watched their family members and everybody just like 
lose half the population. So I did like what we got to see of the world and how the, the rest of the humans on the planet dealt with that. I mean, a lot of things went into disrepair, obviously, but they still didn't lose stuff like dating and restaurants and, you know, electricity and, like, things that made the world still kind of move. It wasn't like it's like it was like a post-apocalyptic, but it definitely was, like, a sadder, a sadder world. Well, yeah, and how things kind of turned to disarray, like how Black Widow kind of had to take over for stuff, like, you know, have have everyone in different parts of the world just to check on things, because, I mean, who knows how much of of every department of of everyday life had, had disappeared. Yeah. Like, just, like, definitely some, I mean, like, trash hadn't been picked up. Like, like people yeah. who used to be, tr- like, trash collectors with trash trucks, they're, they weren't there to do the job. Like, no one, it, so I, I would definitely say more post-apocalyptic almost, just because there's just way less, like, just stuff that's not being done and not being, like, uh, watched over. Yeah, but they still, like, like, it wasn't, like, completely hopeless, though. Like, they still, like, the guy, like, was saying he went on a date, and they went to a restaurant. So, like, clearly people are still doing their jobs. People are still, like, doing things. Um, But they're just living with the pain of everybody who is gone. So, you know, that was kind of interesting that Cap was the one who was, like, leading these support groups and stuff, and, uh... It was also, you know, I I think we kind of conjectured about the whole situation with how they were going to go back in time. Um, it did seem like it was pretty convenient to have this time machine be made just specifically for this reason now. Um, but still, <laughs> that was kind of the movie. I feel like everything was, oh, how convenient, you know? Yeah, definitely. With Ant-Man and, and everything. Um... Yeah, and kind of going back to the support groups, like, you kind of get some foreshadowing where, and, and you've you felt this, like, the entire, throughout the entire era with Captain America, that, of course, he misses Peggy, he wishes that his circumstances were different, and that, you know, yeah. things didn't really turn out this way for him, um, and he kind of sets up the support group probably to try and help himself get past everything as well, because, again, mm-hmm. you've, you see him just painfully missing her in every movie like yeah. it's it's yeah it's always there and it's never gonna go away which just like even pains how much he me tries. pains me when i watch it because peggy is my favorite character so like watching him miss her and love her so much it's just oh just kills me yeah it's uh they're they're very cute and they're definitely the best the best pair of, of, of humans that you could put together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even, like, but it, I also really loved how Tony moved on as well, um, started a family with Pepper, had a baby, like, had a child. That was already, like, so much, I'm so excited and so happy for him and, and Pepper um, and their kid. It was so cute. And, you know, it, it just was like, oh, he's living a good life because his his significant other didn't die, you know? <laughs> And yeah, and and that's kind of brought up a lot as like we were lucky this didn't happen to us. We can still we right, could like still what move on Clint. from this. Like Clint lost his entire yeah. family, so he became like an assassin. Yeah, basically, and he basically went on just a 
a murder spree of of just bad people who are still alive that that didn't get taken by Thanos. He just didn't deserve that they. He felt that they didn't deserve to still be on Earth. I mean, basically. he's basically the Punisher, right? Basically, he <laughs> kind of turns into a very angry, like biker, <laughs> like just his his whole look changed, and I just don't know if it was. Uh, it, it was really great to see Hawkeye, but definitely not in these circumstances, definitely. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, he oh lost everyone in his family. Um, yeah, so I, I liked I liked how they kept bringing that in. Um, I did wish they would focus more on Nat, because I felt like her death definitely wasn't something that made me shed a tear, but that's probably because Nat's, like, not one of my favorite characters, but, like, I still would have been happier if it was a bit more emotional- yeah, and I just, I love the connection that her and Hawkeye have, that I kind of wish that maybe Hawkeye could have been in another movie, just to kind of kind of bring that friendship more together, because they their scene where they're both fighting each other to kill themselves was so amazing. Like, I, I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, you guys are... You guys are, like, beating each other up to get the chance to kill yourself so you could save the planet. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I was, yeah. like, and just watching them, like, you could tell, and, and her cute little, like, her little arrow Yeah, necklace, the necklace like, that she wore again. Yeah, callback. Like, the bond is so strong there, I just kind of wish that we would have gotten a bit more of it. Because, yeah, again, I, I was sad when she, when she died because I actually do really like Black Widow, um, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish that she had maybe more of a, more of an a spotlight maybe in some of the movies because I think she's well deserving of it. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know, ScarJo is just like amazing. Um and again, I just love the scene when they're in Vormir so much. Like just it was so intense and mm-hmm. I was just on I was like at like on the edge of my seat being like, who the fuck's gonna do it? Like I just like, <laughs> oh my God. Like Yeah. Well oh my, my mind was mostly on on the whole Thanos situation and Nebula and like her older self and I just yeah the that, two nebulas oh man that was like a lot for me like I was just really uncomfortable in that whole time so like watching Thanos and Gamora and Nebula like talk about what is inevitable in the future um it was just crazy to me like I I liked it I liked that idea that they went back in time and then Thanos like came back and I I just, like, they didn't even think about it at all, which kind of, like, throws me off. It's like, you're going to be within his path. Why don't you, like, make sure that it doesn't conflict, you know? But I guess they couldn't see what was going to happen with Nebula. Well, yeah, and especially with all the past movies, you kind of don't really get a sense of Thanos just yet. Like, he's kind of just, like, a, a figment of your imagination. Like, he just, he's not there. Yeah. But, but I do... I do love how they kind of incorporated him still within the movies when he didn't seem like he was quite there yet, but he was he was such a resounding presence still and such like a force to be reckoned with. Like it's he's he's still like such an amazing villain. Like mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Well, on the poster Even, he's like looming in the background like he's still around. He's still there. So yeah, and he's almost he's almost kind of like pulling a like a Palpatine moment, kind of like <laughs> like coming coming back, coming back, and 
and piecing everything together rather quickly. Like the he was able to to put everything together very easily and quickly, which I guess helps with uh, Nebula's little video camera eyeball. Yeah, I guess. right. <laughs> kind of just telling telling him exactly what's happening at every second. Again, it's just um, like so convenient. This storytelling, you know, not that there's a problem with that. It's just like, of course, Nebula would have an issue with another Nebula, but it's like, who knows? I don't know how she works, like how she's constructed. She's like a cyborg, right? Like, so it's kind of like, okay, like we don't really know a lot about her, but it's convenient that uh, she's the one who has to like make him come back. And in that sense, it's just, it's sad because Tony ends up losing his life, you know, like it. Yeah, after after achieving such such a oh my god, I I, I want to go back to talking about him and his daughter. I mm-hmm. ah like oh my gosh, I loved him and Morgan so uh, much, and it just and it I just know. and it just made his death like even just more just horrible because I'm just like oh you were so cute with your ice, your popsicles, and your and your I love you three thousand and <sighs> and. Oh my god, composting! Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like such a great dad, and you're like, he doesn't get to be the dad anymore. But, oh, like it is sad. Like I really did cry at the funeral. I just uh, partly because everybody that they were panning over was so beautiful. I just couldn't help but cry. But you know, <laughs> well, and just and you know, again, they they really they know how to they know how to draw out like the sad scene so that I can actually build up some tears and like get some get some tears going because I I'm not an instant crier. Mm-hmm. I like I I like need to see something for a bit and like let it sink in let that this sink. is in fact that this has happened. Yeah. Like and, and I think like the proof that Tony Stark has a heart thing like brought it back to the first movie and the very first Iron Man and him saying I am Iron Man and it's just that was like you know eleven years ago, and we we fell in love with him in that character, and that was like immediate, you know. Like you don't watch the first Iron Man and think this guy's all right. You you think this guy's amazing, and I can't wait to keep watching him, you know. Yeah, and it just and it just makes it even more amazing that that this movie that Endgame is truly like a testament to every Marvel Cinematic Universe nerd who has been there from the beginning. It it yeah. goes back and touches on everything. Like you you needed to have followed this story from the beginning and I love how they just made that clear. Yeah. Like like you will enjoy this movie if you've been enjoying the movies from the beginning. Like you uh-huh. like, it'll just it'll just like of course you can see it even if you came in later in the game, but like it just makes it so much more impactful. I feel at least for me. Yeah, definitely. And and pro- um, definitely for other people out there. Like, and and just Iron Man, the first Iron Man, I loved it so much that like I have it on DVD mm-hmm. and I got like a special like DVD of it, and it's still one of my favorite Marvel movies to this day. It's it's definitely my my like my top five. Yeah. Um, because it was the beginning was the beginning. Yeah, it was the beginning of everything and like I think we kind of we didn't know how big it was going to get when it when it I first think came anyone out. Did. <laughs> no one did. Not even the makers of the movie knew that. So it's it's pretty incredible what the Russo brothers have brought to this series and there it really just is incredible storytelling in all of its 
forms. You know, with every film that's come out, we've been excited about it. And seeing Captain Marvel right before this was also fantastic because she was incorporated so much into the movie. Um, And it it just kind of brought it into just, let's see what characters we still have. Let's see what ones we don't have. Like, who's truly dead, who really isn't. And uh, it's kind of crazy to think about the ones we've lost as well. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and just being able to, I don't know, take everything in, like all the devastation, all the sadness in the beginning, like kind of being able to to let that sink in. But then like just the way that the movie was played out again, starting with just extreme sadness, but then just, just, just elation by the end, like just with everyone coming back because yes, they were able to get all the stones and and reverse what had happened, and everyone comes in for the fight. Like I, I don't even know. Are, are we here yet? Are, are we? Have we made it here? Do we need to like cover more stuff from the beginning of the movie? I don't know. I, I just, I don't. There's so much. This is the three-hour movie. Like there is so much stuff in this movie. We haven't even talked about America's ass or Carol's haircut or like I. It's it's a everything. Like there's so much. There's so much stuff in this movie. <laughs> I know, I know, and and we haven't even like fully gone back. Yeah, like going back to the first Avengers movie, like yeah. when they when they dr- when they're in the Stark Tower, like, <laughs> and they which get, I, like... I had to look up because I I was confused about the Mind Stone because it, it didn't show. Okay, I did not know that the Mind Stone was originally in Loki's scepter. Yeah, I think I knew that. Uh, but I, I, thought, forgot. I thought that his scepter was drawing power from the Tesseract somehow because it was That's blue. That's what I thought as well, but it was the Mind Stone. Yeah, I, you know, I just feel like it wasn't very clear because the Tesseract was around so much and in like 50% of these movies. Um, but it still was like, yeah, I did not know the Mind Stone was in there. And like, I also didn't know that they were using, the, was it the Reality Stone that Rhodey got in the first Guardians of the Galaxy? That's what, that's what. He, he grabbed from that part with uh, Chris Pratt dancing and everything. No, that's the Power Stone. That's the, the purple one. The Power Stone, right. Okay, but... The okay. Reality Stone was inside Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. But then... The, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> I totally forgot that that had anything to do with Natalie Portman at all. So I guess, okay, but before we get to the very end, which just has a bunch of fun stuff to just bring in and tie in at the very end, I guess I I still want to cover, like, a bit more of, like, the character development of, like, okay. of of Thor. What did, what did you think, uh, I, I was talking to Casey about it, uh, you'll know Casey from our Sense8 podcast and, uh, and our Spider-Man uh, Homecoming podcast, mm-hmm. she was in both of those, if you're interested. Uh, I was talking to Casey right after I watched it. I was waiting for my for my food, and uh, and I was I was texting her about it, and she wasn't a huge fan of of how of how far Thor's like depression spiral went. Uh, okay, like, <laughs> and and, and I, I can't help but agree just because it yeah. felt very played out. Yeah. Very played out. It did, yes. It was it was hilarious by all means and and it was definitely an easy way of of bringing some light to the movie, obviously, like having Thor being very comedic in his depression, I guess. But like 
I don't know. It was, it was very overplayed. It, um, I would agree, and it was like, yeah, it definitely was for comedic relief because, like, when he had to go get the uh, reality stone, he like chickened out. He's like, I can't do this, and he just like leaves. And it's like, I think that has to do with him being drunk. Like, I feel like he just became a drunk, basically. Um, yeah, he just wouldn't stop drinking because I guess he just couldn't live with the fact that he'd failed. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people were dealing with this as well. And, of course, everyone deals with their own troubles differently. And they just decided to have Thor go this route, which which uh, I will agree with Casey, didn't really feel in character for him. I mean, maybe since he's been always overconfident with himself since the beginning, like, maybe I could see this happening well, think Just, about how the beginning starts. Like, we he loses his brother in, in Infinity War. Um, he loses, like, half of the Asgardians. Uh, and he had already lost a, have a home. bunch of them. Because, the, yeah, like, he destroyed the home. Like, Hela destroyed the home. So, he's already beat down in Infinity War. And it just makes sense that because he... He just was, like, completely failed. Like, he just put it all on himself because he's supposed to be the leader and he's supposed to know what to do. Um, so I I guess that that's just the way that they decided to have him handle the problem. And I don't know. I feel like he's a dramatic guy anyway. So I feel like it kind of matches his character because he's a really dramatic dude. Yeah. I mean, he is, yeah, he's very dramatic and he's very overconfident with himself. Sometimes you could definitely tell from Infinity War, like kind of how he was like e e even right after just fighting Thanos and getting, like, his, the people, the Asgardians on the ship killed. Yeah. Um, he was still kind of jokingly sad throughout the rest of it, but mm -hmm. mostly just angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, I guess I can agree with that, too. It doesn't seem too far from character that maybe that this would probably happen to Thor. I, I saw him um, as pretty depressed in, in Infinity War. Like, I remember him sitting on the ship with the Guardians, and he's just, like, he seemed like he was pretty out of it. He was pretty sad. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they definitely made him into, like, a caricature, like the Big Lebowski. Um, they definitely did that, on, which, like, on purpose. Which was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Very much on purpose. And, uh, and like, when he yells at that kid on Fortnite, yeah. so funny. Um, and, uh, and Cork, I think his name was Cork, Cork. right? Ta Taika's? Yeah. Cork. Yeah. Taika's character. Mm -hmm. I just, and I love him. He's just like, thank you, Thor. <laughs> he like takes this little headset back. Thanks, Thor. It's... Thanks, Thor. Um, so Thor, Thor, I, the kids back. I also really <laughs> liked how they showed Nebula's uh, Nebula's character development was very clear because it basically just called us back to who she was before. Um, so it was very obvious the kind of person that Nebula used to be and now who she is now. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. So that that was a big a big step. Um, and, and her having to kill herself was pretty intense. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, she, she knew I mean, it had to be done because she was very stubborn. Yeah. back back during that time, so there was going to be no no persuading. way. Like it took it took years, kind of, of Gamora persuading oh, yeah. her to stop to stop <laughs> killing her. Yeah, I mean, geez, uh, I was really wondering what how they were going to bring back Gamora for the next uh, Guardians movie because I was like she has to be in it because otherwise there's going to be no women in the movie except for Mantis. Um, we can't have that like at all. So um, well, and if, if Nebula is going to be joining, them. right? She probably will be. So it's 
that's good, but still, like, I was like, why did they kill off, like, one of the only females in their cast? Um, and then they just brought her back, but she doesn't remember anything about Quill. Um, but it's sad, yeah, but, like, but, I also don't give have, a shit about Quill. she does have Nebula. Like <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... I, the the guardians are growing on me. I really like Mantis and I really like Drax. I like and, uh, I like uh, Rocket a lot. I'm a big Rocket, Rocket fan. Yes, definitely Rocket, Rocket and Groot. I, I like all of them. I'm not a huge fan of Quill. No. Um. I I do like Gamora and Nebula together. Like I I, I like I, I like the people's dynamics. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Mantis and Drax. Right. Groot and Rocket. Yeah. Nebula and Gamora. Like just but Quill. I mean whatever. Like just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like him very much, but obviously like. That's just my my personal th- opinion, but I, I completely understand why he's Pratt in it. Chris is funny, and I yeah, I understand why he's there and uh, but why that he's end the scene, they're, they're all very funny together. That end scene with Thor on on the the, the Guardian's ship with with like who's in charge that that whole thing was very funny and uh, so <laughs> I, freaking funny. <laughs> I really hope that Thor is in the next Guardians movie. I think he will be, and because at the very end, Quill's kind of like searching for Gamora because she's she's obviously not there. She must have gone and done something else, yeah, or yeah. Uh, or gone another way. Like she's she's not on the ship with them, and he's searching for her. So, um, that that might be how Guardians Three starts, possibly. Well, with... also, like, does that mean that like when the snap happened, because all of Thanos's like followers and stuff got you know whooshed away but then conveniently Gamora didn't because she changed sides I guess well hadn't she been against him for quite some time she was just kind of being a double agent almost yeah I mean she just was definitely getting getting more towards like leaving him and so this was like the immediacy that she needed the choice that she wanted to make anyway yeah like it was just the right it, it was her it was her opportunity really I mean there was really no there's really no reason to stay a double agent if there's an all-out war against Thanos. <laughs> I know, like, um, so she just she just ditched him. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but also, hmm. any other characters you want to talk about? We got we got Scott trying I mean, to eat a taco. Uh, we've got Hulk. We haven't even talk talked about, about, let's about talk Hulk. Talk about Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Hulk because Hulk, I thought personally that Hulk's character was not very representative of who he was or who he is. To me, that was the character that was like, oh, okay, um, he's kind of a cocky asshole now? Like, when did this happen? I know, I like wanted to... (laughs) When they were in the diner after Scott shows up at at the Avengers... A fortress, I don't know, whatever, uh, headquarters, HQ, um, and they go to get Hulk to talk about time travel, uh, because Tony wouldn't do it, obviously, which I, I love his reasons for, of course, not wanting to do it because of what he has, but also, like, still constantly thinking about others above himself and still contemplating doing this and losing everything that he loves. Like, Jeez, I, I can talk about Tony all day. But anyway, back <laughs> yeah. to Hulk. Yeah. Going uh, going to the diner and talking with, with Banner, who has now been able to to combine both Bruce and Hulk together as one. He's yes. Just, he's just a... 
He's just a hunky, large, green yeah. hipster yeah. genius. Like, I mean, that's just what he is now. <laughs> with like, yeah, and it's crazy. <laughs> And, and and when he was and when he was saying like you know all like what, and what I really I needed to stop thinking of Hulk as a disease and and really bring the brains and the and the muscles together and then when he said like and and look at me now like when he said that I couldn't help but think of uh, the Sp- the SpongeBob episode where where SpongeBob orders like those inflatable muscle arms yeah and the commercial. <laughs> The commercial has this like buff fish with like these like inflatable arms on it. And yes. he goes, he goes, and now I'm a jerk and everybody loves me. Like so... <laughs> the fish with the muscle arms, yes. <laughs> and he and it's just a commercial, like get like get these inf- in like inflatable muscles and, mm-hmm. and you could be a jerk just like me and everyone will love you. Like that's yeah. and then course, SpongeBob walks around. Hulk with them. isn't a jerk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of, of course, Hulk isn't a jerk, but that's just what he like when he says, "And look at me now. Look at what I've become." Like that's just what I couldn't help but think of. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, uh, but yeah, he's <laughs> he was something else entirely. I also loved um, how he got the time stone from uh, the wizard. Um, oh yeah, the ancient one or the something? ancient Is that what one. Called? Yeah, um, and I was just. I loved it. I loved how they they brought him out, and she was talking to him, uh, talking to Bruce, and I was like so excited that Tilda Swinton was just like, "Hey, dude, uh, I wouldn't go down there if I were you." Like, well, well, yeah, and showing that that she was in fact fighting during the the fight with the Chitari. I mean, just like the, these amazing like new pieces of information that pop up. Like she's on her roof, like like a uh, blowing up Chitari people, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. That was great. And then <laughs> I I just loved watching Bruce just just like react to things. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's he sees he sees like Hulk when, when they go back to New York. Uh he sees Hulk like smashing, smashing stuff and he's just like so embarrassed. He's like, "Oh my gosh." Like <laughs> it's it's just so funny what a what a like enlightened being he's become yeah, and how he's yeah. just so He's just—he's just so superior to others. Like I just his his whole attitude changed. I mean, and and that's not really hard to believe because Hulk was very cocky, and yeah. we got this from 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 Thor Ragnarok. Right? He's he's and, cocky. Yeah, exactly. So he melds his two personalities together, Banner and Hulk, in one person. Yeah, because Bruce was always very timid and shy mm-hmm. and like really like low self esteem and stuff like that. So it. It really puts them both together in a yeah. very hilarious way. Yeah, like definitely. Like, I mean, just him and Thor together, just being just hilarious, just being themselves was oh my gosh. Well, that was so. why they sent him to go get Thor, and I love that they did that because he was the one who who helped him in Thor Ragnarok. So it was like, of course he's gonna be his buddy. He's gonna try to get him out, try to get him to to come back and, and try to fix the past. And so that, that was very like cute and sweet to like call back to that. Um, as they did yeah, for kind so of many having, things. Yeah. And kind of having him and rocket be like the good cop, bad cop, like buddy cop type of thing where yeah. Hulk is where Bruce is just kind of trying to get Thor to calm down and see reason. And then when rocket needs him to, to snap out of it, he'll like slap him. Uh-huh. Like, like, yeah. like, get it together, man! Like, I just love Ugh. Rocket's just sassiness. Yeah. And, like, just all these personalities together, they just really meld everyone 
together so well. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just such such a great thing to see. I'm like spitting all over my computer. I'm so excited. <laughs> um. It's it's just every time I think about something that something else that happened in this movie, something else that the Russo brothers tried to just put in there for you know, all of the amazing stuff, like when all the women got together in the last fight and they were all like protecting the infinity gauntlet and just like, uh, like when, when spider baby came out and he had that moment with, with uh, Tony and you know, like there's just so many, so many like little, Oh, like, and then when like cap was in the, the, uh, the elevator like in winter soldier and then he goes hail hydra oh and then like i swear gosh. to god like I, all of those moments were like a hundred percent freak out moments for me like just there were so many of those in this one movie that it's just so overwhelming to talk about <laughs> yeah and just and just watching things just watching things from the past like along with them, like, knowing this information that they now know, like, when they were coming to collect, like, the, the, the Hydra people were coming to collect the Tesseract and the Scepter to take back to, you know, whoever for all their evil deeds. Yeah. And, uh, and Ant-Man's like, who are those guys? And they're like, oh, well, those are S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, but they were actually Hydra at the time, but we didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, and using that to their advantage, and it was just so hilarious. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that scene looked familiar, where Cap gets in the so, so yeah. in Winter Soldier, he gets into an elevator with Hydra yes. agents and yes. like beats them all up, right? Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. And it's the same people. And he gets in there, and he, you think he's gonna have another fight like he doesn't in, in that movie, but then he just turns to that guy and says, "Hail Hydra!" <laughs> and then he okay, walks out that, with a all right. Case. Yes, and that was so so amazing. I so and that, fucking and amazing. He like, he's like fighting himself. And then he, he pushes himself down in his old outfit, and he's like, I could do this all day. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I just And just the just the frustration in his voice. Yeah. Like, when he meets when he meets up with himself, and he's like, oh, no. And he's like, I, f- I found Loki. And he's like, I'm not Loki. And, yeah. and then it's like, I could do this all day. And it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like in a chokehold, and he's like, Bucky's still alive, and then he like lets go, and he gets him with the yeah, like, stone. Oh man! Oh, oh so good, man! And then he's like flipped just, over, and he's like, "That is America's ass." Oh, it's like that. That is America's ass. Just and and just Scott Lang being such an outside, oh yeah, like, outside looker. He looking doesn't in. have any idea what's going on at all. Yeah, because in his movies, he was always doing his own thing. He was, like, barely in Civil War yeah. for, like, two seconds. In he the was airport. Just, he, was just, he was just there because he loves Captain America. Like, he didn't know what he was doing or, and what he was fighting for. Like, yeah. it was just... And just... It's just and Scott's such a great character. Um, I really am excited to see him maybe in some stuff going on. I love uh, Scott. In I, Phase 4. I just feel he's like he just... He's a great character. He fits in there because he's so beautiful, like everybody else, but... Also, yeah, he's a great character. I'm really glad that they had Hank and Janet and uh, uh, Hope. Hope there as well. And uh, I really wish and that Cassidy being all grown yeah, up. I oh know. my gosh! I felt like she was reunion. older than she probably should have been because it was only five years later. Um, yeah, and how old was she? Was she like what seven? 10? You, you think she's ten? 
How old? I'm, I'm terrible with ages, I man. Know. I don't know. <laughs> to I me, don't know. To me, the kid in this in Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think, to me, she's like, she's like eight. Like, that's, that's what I think. Like, that's what an eight-year-old does. Maybe nine. Maybe. So she's like Maybe 13, nine. 14 years old. In, yeah, in she the, looked like she was like seventeen. She looked like she at least she looked like she was fifteen, like maybe sixteen. So, yeah, uh, you know, I guess fourteen, fourteen maybe. Uh, still okay. Still think she looked a little old, but whatever. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, but again, you know, she she could have been eleven. Well, same thing with in- Tony's Tony's daughter too. So it's like. Was it five years or was well, she, it like she seven looked, years? Oh, right. Right. Well, I mean, she would have been like if, four if, years if old. Got, uh, you know, but maybe yeah, like but if five. Tony, if if Tony and Pepper got straight to the baby making, I mean, she right. looked like she could have been four or five. Yeah, she no? was. She was yeah. like a. She was like five. She was like five years old, like legit five. So. Because, like, I'm comparing her to the children that I know, including my my cousin, who is a very smart four-year-old, so... But she's also kind of small for her age, so I felt like maybe maybe this, this girl was definitely tall for being five. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind um, of... It's kind of loose. <laughs> it's... It's implied. It's just all... It's just all there. But, um... So, uh, so are, are we at the battle now? Is, is this where we're at now? Can I just make one more comment um, about Carol and yes. her hair? Um, <laughs> yes, you can. I just felt like they really solidified Carol's uh, Carol's sexuality, kind of. Like, I feel like giving her that kind of more, more like, loose haircut definitely seemed like... It, she's leaning more towards being an LGBT character because, like, she said so herself. Like, um, that I I feel like they're they've not said it out loud, but like, um, the actress like Brie knows. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and and they they I mean they speak with the directors, they speak with the writers, they they really get um get to know their own characters. So yeah, I mean they she probably has way more information and we could probably trust whatever she says obviously cuz she's she's the character. She is now that person and she needs to know the person's ins and outs. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> sure sure man. I mean I I think she's she is like way, way preoccupied with saving multiple planets to even think about that at the moment. You know what? But, I you know, totally, it, I, I totally agree with you, and so that's why I feel like the next Captain Marvel. Like, I really hope we see this. I really hope that we see that she's actually a, a gay superhero because we need one of those for sure. We need more than one, but it, you know, having her would be great. That yeah, that'd definitely be awesome. Um. And, uh, you know, maybe she's, she's, she, if she's done worrying about everyone, cause she's, she's got, I mean, she says it constantly. She, she was never on earth for that long. She was constantly saying like, you know, a lot of other planets lost half their population as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, I, I'm needed. I'm needed elsewhere. Well, she is so she, powerful. Like it is crazy. She takes down that whole ship on her own. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just so, it was so awesome, like, just, just kind of, kind of 
knowing what was going to happen before it happened, like literally seconds. I mean, I, I went into this movie for the first time with just blank slate, just, just expecting to absorb it as it was thrown at me. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so, and so when the ship starts like shooting stuff into the sky and people are like, what's it shooting at? I'm like, it's Carol. Carol. Like, like we all like, knew it was Carol. Come on. Like it's freaking Carol, you guys. And then she just, then she just, oh man, she just slices that, that ship like a cake like damn amazing like damn and and wanda was like really powerful as well um i really want to like cosplay as wanda she is freaking cool you know she's getting her her own tv series oh wait i think i heard about this it's gonna be on the disney plus and hawkeye's also getting his own tv series yeah I, I did hear about that as well. I'm very excited for Disney Plus. I am. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll probably wait a little bit to see what's on there first and hear about it first. And but I'm I, by all means, plan on getting it. Do you want to go Habsies on a subscription? Uh. <laughs> sure, man. Sure. <laughs> I just feel like we would we both benefit. So like, why would we pay individually? You know what I mean. Yeah, and I honestly don't think any anyone else in my family is going to use it. Like maybe maybe my little sister might, um, but yeah. my, my parents definitely won't, and no. my other sister won't. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you know what? That sounds like a that sounds like a good plan, man. Thanks. We should do that. Yeah, we should do it. Yeah, should start our own family plan. <laughs> yeah, um, just you and me. And uh, so what else? Just oh my god, just go. Back to the battle. Just so yeah, much okay. shit happens. I loved when they were playing uh, Toss the Gauntlet. That was the best. Keep, keep away. They're playing Keep Away. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanos was being bullied. <laughs> no one would pass it. <laughs> They're playing Keep Away from Thanos. Yeah, that was and good. Just, oh, and just poor Spider Baby. Like, oh. when, he's, when he's just getting beat up and just... Like, his poor little face. Like, right before he meets uh, Captain Marvel... Like he's he's like on the ground like just clutching Holding this it. thing. Yes. And and she and he just got like two bruised eyes and like a scuffed up like body and face. Oh. And 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 he's like he's like, Hey, you're really cool and like just still being so pure oh, and like he's adorable. So beautiful, I love him. And and she's just like, Hey Kate, you got something for me? And he's like he's like, Yeah, he like just can't wait to get rid of it because he's just like scarred for life. I mean he got just, like these whole horrible battles that he has to be in yeah he got like thrown around by valkyrie like valkyrie like picks him up on her pegasus and just like flies around with him and he looks like the spider like the actual spider where he's like in attack mode which was really cool yeah enable insta kill and his little like stabby arms are like just stabbing things and his (laughs) eyes are red and i'm like oh my god and he's just getting covered in like chitari beasts yeah it's just ridiculous but then but then like yeah going back to the i i love how they put all the women together to fight to fight for each other and uh and he's just like i don't know how you're gonna get it over there because at this point they're trying to get the stones back into the quantum realm um and and everyone just shows up and they're like she's not alone you have you have pepper pots in her in her own iron woman suit and and freaking wasp and and Tessa Thompson and oh my gosh and everybody and uh you know this battle was this battle was all over the place i mean there were so many characters that the directors had to check in with and 
organized. It was like an incredibly constructed um, fight, like with so many characters involved that it's just, it's like to me, it's just something that has never been done before. Something that will never be done again uh, on this scale. Like, I don't know what they're going to, they're going to continue with this um, in terms of like how many characters we've actually gathered up. When is there going to be a moment when the Avengers are Avengers again? I mean, I just, ugh. I don't know. And I, and I mean, rumors, like, like rumors and, and other theories, like start now. Cause I, I'd love to know what the, what maybe the next big baddie is. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's gotta be someone. I thought I, heard something about like there was an easter egg that maybe uh that maybe brings in a doom or something or mm -hmm. a uh what is what was the name it was like another like like a really big villain that's that that maybe the x-men deal with as well i mean who knows oh, maybe okay. we'll have we'll finally get some crossover with like the newly developed x-men like who yeah knows? i don't know yeah because i no think clue. They definitely said that Dark Phoenix is the end of that X-Men series. Really? Okay. I think that oh. that's, that's it. I think it's done after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sure. So. I'm, I'm, I'm not following too closely with that, and I still haven't seen Apocalypse, but I'm, I'm excited to see Dark Phoenix. That looks really good. Yeah, dude. Um, we're on the same page. <laughs> I mean... I, I'm pretty sure at some point I'll watch Apocalypse because I, I really did like X Men First Class, so I'll I'll probably watch Apocalypse. But okay, um, <laughs> but yeah, and uh, let's let's talk about like the 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 biggest. I, I feel like the biggest screams that we got in the uh, uh, or the excited screams, not the not the sad screams, but like the excited screams was a cap picking up Molnir. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Like when that, <laughs> I okay when when I saw it in in Dolby the first time, Amazing. I felt like I was the only one making these like noises. Like I was Me going too. like, and I and I was going like, fuck yeah! Like I was like yeah. like saying, and and I was going like, ah! like, yeah. like like things like I was making, and no one around me was doing it. But then I saw it on the next day, and that crowd was a lot more excited. And so like when when Cap like. Like like levitates Molnir when he yep. like Asio Mew Mew yeah. Asio Mew Mew and he like and picks he, it up like everyone everyone was like wow and then the like lightning screaming. like he go he takes the and lightning. the lightning and then and then when Thor's like oh here you take the you take the smaller one like <laughs> it's like oh yeah no no like uh, yeah you you take the smaller one that's so funny like Thor just still being sassy Thor and uh, and still being a badass with like his 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 beard like gets a braid in mm -hmm. it and he yeah. like is just, he's still amazing, like, wielding Stormbreaker and Molnir, like, mm -hmm. so amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and, th and Thanos completely obliterating, oh, um, and Thanos completely obliterating Cap's shield. Yeah, basically. that was, yeah, um, crazy. Definitely, like, the fight between Iron Man, Thor, and Cap against Thanos, like, personally, like, that was an amazing intense. amazing intense fight yeah because we just got to see that like it, it kept coming back to it like it was like in three parts um and thanos is like an amazing fighter like he really beat them down 
Um, well, yeah, because because they had like their pre-fight before everyone else showed up, mm-hmm. and then that's when like the battle really started. And and then Cap saying like you know when everyone comes through the the teleportation wheels that all of the the sorcerers make like and yeah. and Cap's like getting pumped because he had just gotten beaten down like pretty bad, and uh, he's like Avengers assemble, and that's Ugh. when like, the the audience was like yeah. <laughs> Amazing! Yeah. So amazing. I just, oh god, I just, I just had this huge smile on my face, and I like couldn't stop. I'm smiling now, like thinking about it. I can't, <laughs> I can't stop smiling. My face hurts. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Um. And damn, and then, and Do- and then Doctor Strange meeting up with with Tony. Like he's and Tony's like, like, is this it? You said that, that there was only one chance that we would that we would make this and is this it? And yeah. he's like, if I tell you it's not gonna happen and yeah. and so when he so when he puts so Doctor Strange is like kind of distracted with uh holding up this water that's like about to spill into this like battle arena basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and he and he like makes eye contact with Tony right before Tony has to make a horrible decision. Yes, yes. Um he like puts he puts a one finger. Yes. Does that just mean like there like, is this one is outcome? The one? Yeah, there's one there's way one this ends. Outcome. Okay, um, and then that's it. And uh, and and Tony understands. Yeah, totally and completely. Um, I think at that point I hadn't even fully comprehended. Like I was, I was like, what, what, what? Like, couldn't somebody else put this on their hand? Like fucking Captain Marvel or something? Like I feel like she would be able to fucking take it. Like. Really? I mean, I, I guess I guess she wasn't there at at the second it happened. I mean, and Hulk has another good arm. Can't he just put his? Can he just make it a? <laughs> no. Can he just make it a righty? <laughs> like, uh-huh. yes, but on the other hand, like, damn. Yeah, I know. But and... also, he had to take the stones. Like he had to pull them because Thanos got the glove on his hand, so he had to take the stones from the glove. Um, yeah, he yeah. So, but also Thanos like threatened this time to just eliminate everyone instead of oh yeah he's he was way more ruthless yeah in like in in his in his younger age yep (laughs) like he's gosh he was such an asshole like (laughs) damn really is an asshole like he just oh he's just awful damn but he's so good like Damn, Josh Brolin. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> okay, well, um, any other thing we want to talk about uh, during the battle? Because I definitely want to talk about Cap growing old and shit. Because I'm still, still, like, giving that whole situation. Um, I mean, we, we briefly discussed it in the beginning. But yes, Tony takes the stones and he is the one to do the final snap to kill Thanos and all the rest of his... Uh, army mm-hmm. um tony dies like course, within that, minutes that, yeah he he's just his oh man his he just looks like he was singed the whole side of his body like yeah. just it looked painful and he just looked he looked so he looked sad but also like content yeah like, he, he'd he'd made the right decision he he saved the planet and he and and i just love how Pepper responded, like, you know, you've you've been hurting for so long mm-hmm. and you've been like stressed out about this yeah. since for since literally forever. Yeah. And 
It's okay. We're just, gonna be. You can rest now. We're yeah. gonna be okay. Yeah, that was very painful to watch. And we get like the heartbreaking like reversal of Spider Baby coming over and just being like, "We did it. We did it, Mister Stark." Like, like. Ugh, oh my god. So sad. Okay, let's let's just get past it. Um. <sighs> so. Yeah, so just super heartbreaking and uh, really sad to see Tony go, but he, he just, he's, he's in a better place now. He just, he really needed to, he needed to not worry about everyone. <laughs> yeah. Anymore. And they talked like Hawkeye and, and, uh, the, the witch also talked about the Red Witch. What's her name? Sorry. W- the Wanda. Red, the Red Witch? Wanda. Know, Melisandre? What's happening? Wanda. <laughs> Wanda she's, yeah, Wanda. what is she called? What's, what's her uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Okay, uh, this is not too far from Red Witch. Okay. You're um, fine, you're fine. <laughs> Scarlet Witch. Yeah, they, they're, like, talking by the lake, and they're like, we're gonna miss Nat, we're gonna miss Tony, like, we, they don't even mention her brother, but we're gonna miss Wanda's brother, obviously. And, and, Vision. and we're gonna miss Vision, We're gonna obviously. miss fucking Vision that we, like, didn't hardly talk about at all in this whole fucking movie, and I was so sad because I love Vision. Because he wasn't there, Alessandro, because he wasn't there. I love Vision! <sighs> I love Vision, too, and I just want him and Wanda to just be together forever. Uh, just be happy. So. I know. Anyway, um... I felt like they tried to get closure with those two characters, but then also they put them together because they're having their own shows. Um, you know, but we we still got some kind of, like, nice combo. Well, yeah, de- definitely have a lot of, a lot of um, like, foreshadowing coming up, like, in these last couple of scenes, kind of, like, closing everything out. Uh, we get, we, we get some hope, like, um... About what's to come mm-hmm. and uh, how and 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 who the mantle has been passed on to, which we will get to when we talk about Cap in a couple seconds here. Um, but yeah, so when Hulk was talking to uh, the the sorceress uh, Tilda Swinton, he he told her that they would put everything back, and so it was Cap's it was Cap's job mm-hmm. to to take all the stones back, even to though their rightful places, even though in that timeline Loki got away with the Tesseract. Yeah, so did, I mean, hopefully him putting it back in the 70s maybe kind of reset that and maybe things will go better the second time around? I have no maybe. idea. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how time works and we can't, we can't rely on Back to the Future anymore, so. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Or Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. Um. But, uh, so yeah, so we have Cap going back and, uh, you know, it's, it's only a matter of seconds before Cap's back at, when, when they pull him back through the machine, but he, he doesn't come back and, you know, Anthony Mackie is, uh, <sighs> Falcon, Sam, he's, uh, he's very concerned. He's like, bring him back, bring him back. And, and again, right at that millisecond, because I'm just absorbing everything as it's thrown at me. Oh my God. Um, I'm I like, know. I'm like. I'm like, he's not coming back. No, Danny Danny literally turned to me and he goes, he's not going to come back. I'm like, I, yeah, he's not going to come back. <laughs> oh. And then we have we have cute, cute little old Cap, like, sitting over by the lake. Uh, and and Sebi, Sebi sees him. Oh, uh, Sebi. And, and Sebi's, I was t- telling this to Danny, I was saying, Sebastian Stan, ha- every time I see him, I'm just like, God, he has massive eyes. Like, that man... It's like he has puppy dog eyes. They are so big and so beautiful. <laughs> Every he's, time I he's see him. Just, he's just the most mesmerizing, 
human on the planet. I love his face. I love his everything. <laughs> I know, he's, he's so beautiful. But, like, I said that about everyone in this movie, and especially, like, Chris Evans when he's, like, brooding by himself. I'm, like, looking at him, like, was there ever, like, a more like, perfectly constructed person. Like, he looks, you know, it's just like there's every single person in this whole movie is that way. Like, you, you could look at any no- one of them and be like, God, you're just so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, and I really like that uh, Sam and Bucky are able to get over their differences and, and both be friends with Cap. They don't have to fight over him. <laughs> um, and and I, I love how Bucky kind of, like, kind of, like, he was the one to pass the mantle off to Sam because he had Sam go over to him. Yeah, yeah, he was like, uh, you you go. You get to be Captain America now. Because in the comics, like, both both Sam and, like, Bucky kind of become Captain America, right? Like, it's either or. Yeah, at uh, some point. Yeah, so he, uh, he has Sam go over and talk to him, and, uh, Cap, he's, like, really cute and and wrinkly. (laughs) Great makeup. uh, Great old man makeup, by the way. Amazing. And just his voice, he just sounds so cute. Uh, You know, I... was like, oh, so cute. I couldn't believe that, like, Captain America would even age. Like, I thought he didn't age. Like, wasn't his cells, like, regenerating or something? Uh... No, I don't think so. I, I I think he was just strong because I, I I don't even think he had like super healing or anything. I, he, I think like, he was just he couldn't he, get he was drunk just tough. though. Like remember, he couldn't get drunk. Yeah, like they told him like he can't have alcohol. Like it, he can't get drunk. Like it doesn't affect him anymore because his body like it it like heals itself so fast that he can't even get drunk. Well, but uh, the uh, Bruce was supposed to be like him, right? He he's basically the 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 successful version of of the Hulk. Oh, and, really? And, and and Bruce ages, yeah. But the Hulk had the gamma radiation, and it, it, they injected Cap with something, right? It wasn't radiation. I thought that was brought up in like the first movies. I don't know. I'm sorry. I I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just don't listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I I just I'm just as clueless too, man. I have no idea. Um, it's it's been so long since I've seen these movies. I it's it's uh, I don't know. It's uh, but but I was I was pretty sure that Captain America could age. Okay, okay. Um, so he ages into a gorgeous old man. Um, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Uh, obviously, <laughs> and uh, and zero you know, percent body Sam, fat still. He he has a uh, he has Sam try on the the shield, and he's like, you know, how does it feel? And he's like, like it's not mine, or like it's somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're really cute. And he's like, he's like, so did I, I love how it starts. He's like, so did something go wrong, or did something go right? And <laughs> yeah. he seems like it's and right. His little. And just his little, like, his little turkey face. Like, I just... <laughs> he's so cute! Turkey face! And he's like, he's like, I, I'd say things went pretty well. And, uh, and, and Sam knew right then and there, like, what Cap did. And he's like, you know, I, I wanted to find, I wanted to get that life that, that everyone's telling me to get. Because <laughs> everyone tells him to get a life. It's so cute. I was extremely, um, then, extremely satisfied with yeah. that. Like, I truly could not have had a better ending to that character. 
Yeah, and, and you know, Sam was, was truly very sad, like, you know, saying that he really can't think about living in a world without Captain America. Um, but He doesn't have to because the, he can be Captain America. He can be, he could be America's ass. <laughs> yes. He can, he can do it. He can do it. And, uh, um, you know, and then we end with, like, the beautiful music and uh, it's, it's definitely a very, like, you know, it's beautiful that Cap gets that last dance with Peggy, and it's just, it's exactly what they were talking about, and it's so sweet. Yeah, fi- finally meeting Peggy for, a for dancing at, at seven, and, and, and them just being super adorable. Yeah, because, um, you know, I love Peggy. I was glad she's in the movie. Sorry to spoil it. Peggy is. Um... Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Anne uh, just, Anne just yeah. came in and I oh. didn't want to spoil it for her, but it's a good thing we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. This is literally the well, end, though. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then ending on Tony's funeral, which is, which is like you said, they, they bring out the heart and they, like, let it go. And uh, his, his kid, Morgan, uh, Happy's like, you know, what are, are you hungry? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what do you want? And she's like, cheeseburgers. And that's why I started bawling. Yeah, I was like, the oh, cheeseburgers man. got me because that was what I he was said. Like, oh, when like, he got do- back, like father like daughter. Uh-huh. He wants, she wants. And then just Happy's reaction was just like, you know, I'm gonna get you all the fucking hamburgers you want. Like he didn't say. Yeah. That. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna buy you all the hamburgers. Any any ha- any cheeseburger. I'll get anything for you. Because mm-hmm. because she was so cute. And then um. Oh, and then the one thing that I didn't, that I found out uh, by the second time watching it was who that kid was oh, yes, behind, I, yes, I had to look it behind, up. uh, behind Sebi. He's in the uh, third, the third Iron Man. Yes. Yes. He is the kid. Cause, cause they, they like, they like really show his face and I'm like, who is that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> like, I completely forgot. Yeah. He's, um, he's like that kid that like helped him get to the mandarin in the in the third one well he he kind of like finds he finds tony like all discombobulated and and he like helps him like remake his suit because like mm-hmm. he he ends up in like this little town and his like suit's destroyed or something and he yeah. has to and the kid like gives him a garage to work in and he like kind of helps him out like yeah and and he like and he like heals him because he's like pretty banged up i i cannot um, remember what happened in that movie honestly <laughs> You know me. That's me like neither, that's man. like there with neither. the with Thor: The Dark World for me. Like I'm like I do, what what happened? Like <laughs> like I remember oh, it was super sweet. What? what what? I was just I was gonna say I remember the second Iron Man better than the third one. Oh yeah, I mean I've probably seen the second Iron Man at least twice. Yeah, at least. <laughs> At least. I've only seen the third one once. Yeah, I think I saw it once in theaters. Um, that was it. That was the only time I saw it. Yeah, um, but we we didn't talk about uh, Thor's mom, like the going oh, back to Thor: was, The Dark World. That was such a sweet, like she knew that he wasn't even from that time too. I just love Freya. I love her. Yeah, she's and and I feel like we just never really got a chance to meet her at all in and the first two movies in in general. Like she was barely in there, and mm-hmm. and then you know Thor Thor loses her in the second movie, and and she that's the problem like of the very... directing, buddy. That's that's a. Uh... That's a script <laughs> fucking problem for the two first Thor movies. Oh man! Um, but she seemed like a very wise and uh, and beautiful person, and she she uh, 
she was impressive. I, I really wish we had more of her. Mm-hmm. Um, but even after the end of the movie, there's still more to talk about. I love during the credits, mm-hmm. um, how they had all the OG Avengers, like, kind of have their, they signed, Signatures. they signed their credits. I was very emotional like, when that was going on. I, I was, I was pretty emotional. Like, my, my face was probably pretty puffy at that point. I, you know what, I shed, I, sh- I shed, um, a, a single tear out of, out of, out of, out of either eye. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah. That's all I had. You know, it, it was, it was like a one-two, and I was like, all right. You know, it, it got me. It got me, though. I, I, I wasn't like, I was not crying as much as the first, as uh, Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, definitely Jeez. not. You were really, really overwhelmed I by that. I was messed up, man. And I, I definitely, was messed up. I like was like, okay, but you were like, no, no, no. I like, I couldn't, like, even on the phone with you afterwards, I couldn't stop crying. I was like, I don't even, I don't even know why I'm here. Like, I just, um, and then, uh, and then, uh. Alessandra Danny was right. There was no end credit scene. Mm, yeah. But, um, if, if his, so uh, the article was correct, but... There was a noise. But there was a noise at the very end. Because we've only learned, we've only learned one thing. We've, we've been fans of this, of these damn movies for too long to not stick out till the end. Um, so there was a, at the very end when Marvel shows up, at Marvel Studios shows up, we hear, like, a, a clanking noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read that it was just, like, a tribute to Iron Man, like, like hammering the Mark One. Yeah. And it, it sounds similar. Like, I, I went back and, and found a YouTube clip of, mm-hmm. of him making the Mark One. Yeah. And uh, it sounded like it. Um, he, he definitely hammers a lot more than just six times. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, that could be it. Other people think that it might be alluding to something that could be happening in the future. Mm-hmm. Like um, another Iron Man? Maybe, yeah, maybe another Iron Man. Um, but I'm not sure. I, I'd like it to just be a tribute, I think. I think it's it's sweet. Um, and the Mark One's like my favorite suit. Mm, yeah. Um, so that'd be nice. But, you know, it all all to him. Because, um, again, I, the article I've, I read about it just made a... Kind of like laid it all nicely. It said, it said the movie was was perfect in every way that it didn't that it didn't need an end credit scene like it yeah. it, it gave you it gave you everything you needed yeah. from from beginning to end that you didn't need anything else. Yeah, the stuff that we're going to look forward to is definitely a new era, so I feel like that was good that they didn't have one. Yeah, and you know, it just it ended on such a a powerful like powerfully sad note that, you know, it it you didn't need like that, that like light heartening, uh, scene mm-hmm. to like make you laugh before you leave the theater. Yeah. Like you, you needed, you needed to leave in that state of like of this. We've been here from the beginning, and this is how it's ending. Like it, it you needed to sink in. So has it sunk in, Emily? Are you, are you okay with it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm happy. I'm, I, I'm. Definitely not as depressed <laughs> as, as Infinity War. Yeah. I, I took the second one. I took Endgame very well, I think. Yeah. I, I think I was just, I was kind of overwhelmed. And Danny was like, we, we had taken a an Uber immediately after the movie. And I wanted to talk about it with him so bad. And he was like, no, I don't want to spoil it for the Uber driver. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> so he was good, like, "Good man, he good was man, like Danny, good man." My questions, even though I did not spoil anything, I still wanted to talk about it. Like, how are you feeling? Did you like it? And he was like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, but can you elaborate?" Well, yeah, and it was really funny because because uh, my coworker had seen it and he was kind of saying like we we're kind of discussing what movies you need to watch before seeing it, obviously, because that's the question that comes up before every Marvel movie comes out, and. Uh, and, you know, I was saying, well, if you just really need to know what happened before, just watch Infinity War. But yeah. then my coworker, my coworker was like, well, if you really want to get everything, <laughs> watch it and all. And he was right. He's like, he's like, you'll see, Emily, you'll see, you'll, you'll understand. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right. And then I watched it. I'm like, well, you're right. You really needed to have seen everything, everything, everything all of it and everything <laughs> yeah. to, to, to really enjoy it, in my opinion. But honestly, you could still enjoy it without. It's just it's just that added benefit. Of, of working so hard to see everything. So did we want to read just a couple meta scores before we finish out? Ooh, and the, uh, and the, uh... Oh, yes. <clears throat> Would you like to do the plot keywords? Plot keywords! Okay. Um, all right, we've got time travel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, sequel, superhero, and ensemble cast. There's 664 plot keywords. (laughs) There's a lot that's happening in this movie, Emily. There is a lot. Fourth part. uh, Supervillain. Asgardian. Oh my goodness. Raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) Raccoon. Heist. Time heist. (laughs) Time heist. (laughs) It's true. It is kind of a time heist. Uh, sacrifice. Two out of two found this relevant. <laughs> I, I love this. Yeah. Falling to de- falling to death. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's that's right for sure. Japanese. Cause yeah, there. Yep, that was yep. Yeah. Quantum I... realm. Talking raccoon. All right. Okay. Well, this, yeah. These these are all good. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna read the box office stuff now. Um. Oh, okay. Are you done with the tagline? Are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I might look at the trivia. I'll, I'll peruse. Okay. Um, so this weekend, which was the first weekend it was open, it uh, grossed almost $400 uh, million dollars in America. Jeez Louise. And in the world, uh, cumulatively, it has grossed $1 billion Two hundred and twenty-three million six hundred forty-one thousand four hundred and fourteen dollars, as of uh, April twenty-eighth. Has it passed Avatar yet? <laughs> I don't. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think it has. Um, but it's still going up because that was just the first weekend, so it is gonna be epic. Um, I've got some interesting trivia right off the bat. Um. Robert Denny Jr. was the only cast member who read the entire film's script. Wow. Um, and even though Captain Marvel was released one month before the film, Brie Larson had shot her scenes mm. for Endgame first. Wow, really? That must have been confusing. Well, I, I also heard that she, you know that scene at the end of her movie uh, where she's standing there and Thor, uh, or like, at the end of, like, in the cutscene in her movie, she comes up and she's like, where's Furry? Remember? She's a... She comes, she comes down and she's like, where's Fury? Because she got the... Yes. So, apparently, she shot that 
on like a green screen and she was talking to like nobody. Like she had no idea who was like there. She she didn't even know. She knew it was for something, but she didn't know it was for uh, Infinity War at all. She had like no concept. She, yeah. she literally had to do that entire thing blind. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's something else I found out uh, about this prior to this trivia, but this helps because it tells me exactly what it was. Uh, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige said that Star Trek The Next Generation, All Good Things, uh, the series finale episode of Star Trek Generation, mm-hmm. inspired this film. <gasps> that makes so much sense. Oh my god. It's very similar. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. That's great. Cool. Yeah, I had heard that. Uh, my coworker actually told me about that, that Star Trek had inspired, and I was wondering what it was, because did you see uh, Kate Mulgrew like, had had tweeted saying, like, you know, Avengers, if you need any uh, advice on time travel, I'm here for you. I only had to do it to defeat the Borg Queen. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So she, like, tweeted. It's super cute. Yeah. That's very sweet. All right. Let's go to the Metascores. All right. Yes. So it got a 77 Metascore, which I checked is higher than Infinity War. Um, yeah, which I was surprised. I was at. surprised as well because I think I think Infinity War was a better movie. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Um. This this movie uh Endgame was just really it was. It was for the fans, and I, like, can't help but love it. And, of course, we're not saying it's a bad movie and exact, like, at all. Um, but, but like, yeah, I, I kind of liked the layout of Infinity War a little bit better. Kind of like the, the, the themes and the character development with Thanos and stuff, I thought, was very, mm-hmm. was very well done. Um, I, I just wonder if the meta scores like, do they... Do they change an average over time as more reviews get sent in? Like, I mean, I think they I, I definitely do. Yeah, they, because they I do. feel like I see them change sometimes. They do, and and they they change with it says it's based on fifty five critic reviews. So I feel like they they increase the reviews as they come in. But a lot of the times they're already reviewed. Like everybody see who sees the movie early for the critics um, review it before the movie even comes out. Sometimes, yeah. So, you know, it seems like this, after cumulatively figuring out what each one is, you know, it does kind of change after sometimes, but. Yeah, I I might listen back to our Infinity War podcast and see if, uh, see if the number had in fact changed, because that'd be a good way to tell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So which one sticks Uh, out to you here? Let's see. I, I have a good one from Screen Crush, which gave it an 80. Okay, go ahead and read that one. Uh, no matter what comes next from Marvel Studios, this Avengers is a gargantuan love letter to the equally enormous mythology that Stanley, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, and the rest of their co- collaborators built, and to the generations of readers and moviegoers go- who truly believe in it. I like that. Um, I also feel like the rap also kind of sums it up pretty nicely 
uh, Avengers Endgame, who gave it a 75. Avengers Endgame has almost nothing on its mind but crossing the T's and dotting the I's of a far-flung superhero saga, but to anyone with even a minor emotional stake in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it has all the fleeting satisfaction of a shot of whipped cream delivered directly from the spray can. <laughs> okay, Alonzo Duralde. It, yeah, it, it sounds like he's being mean to it, but it is what it... It, it covered everything. Like It, it kind of mm-hmm. answered all the questions that needed to be answered. It It closed out the stories very well and and I'm satisfied. I I have I have a major emotional stake <laughs> in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and I and I heavily enjoyed it. Um yeah, I thought it was really see. good and uh I don't know, all the other ones are kind of just reiterating. Um the Globe and the Mail from Toronto gave it a very scathing review which I'm not even going to read because it's too mean. Yeah, I was trying to read that. Why don't you read it so that you can gawk at it? All right. Um, Even if I could muster the strength to defy studio marching orders on plot details, there is no point. There is little in Endgame that is worth spoiling, given how its core is spoiled rotten to begin with. Wow. That's an ouch right there. Wow. Oh, wow. Really? This person's not a Marvel fan. This person's just a movie critic. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm offended. I know, that's (laughs) offensive to me. I I feel attacked right now. (laughs) Jeez. Man. Barry? Jeez, Barry? Okay. Um, well... This, uh, this has been grand, Alessandra. It has. Um, I'm, I'm so tired from just thinking about this movie right now. And, and I, I can't wait to see it for a third time next, next weekend. So you know what? It's, uh. Mm, nice. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta, gotta get those IMAX posters. Gotta get those IMAX posters. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. Totally. Um, if you heavily enjoyed Avengers Endgame um, and have your own thoughts and feelings you want to share and, and cry with us, uh, please please leave them in the comments below. You can leave comments on SoundCloud. Just search All By The Popcorn. You can leave comments on our Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and like our page. Um, if you like this episode or if you just like the podcast in general, let us know what you think. We would love to hear what you guys think of the show. Leave a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google play yeah right? I, I don't know if you can leave reviews on there but we are on there you can't all oh. i have no uh, idea i don't have an android you're gonna have to check <laughs> all right i'll do that um and if you need notifications on future episodes coming out uh, you can follow our twitter the handle is at by the popcorn or instagram at all by the popcorn podcast yeah right no yeah y- yes yes yeah thank you all for listening we will Talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.